For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. G'day guys, welcome back to the Pelican Scoop, a hoop-ball.com presentation. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter as always, uh, at Hoopball Pels is the show. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, uh, that'd be fantastic if you don't mind. Also, while I've got you, uh, you jump over onto your podcast app, give us a review, give us a rating, that would be fantastic. All of your uh, support is much appreciated and thank you all for tuning in once again. Uh, a little bit delayed after the last two games that we had. Um, yeah, again, busy week. It makes it difficult when you're watching the uh, the Pels after a, an evening of uh, organised sport. Um, I stayed up till 2am last night finishing off the Miami Heat game. We'll get to that uh, a little bit after um, a brief discussion, I guess, of the Chicago Bulls game. Unfortunately, the last episode we were... Um, celebrating we were we'd beaten the top team in the in the west in the league even the utah jazz um we we're basically going to ride off into the sunset give us the uh, larry o'brien trophy now um because we were the greatest team of all time um the wind was quickly taken out of our sails unfortunately um we took on the chicago bulls at home and fell 124 to 128 um on wednesday night Unfortunately, we really just didn't fire a shot for most of the game. You know, we, we let them came out and um, and really, I suppose, dictate us on the boards, on the, yeah, from the three-point line. And, you know, it was, it was difficult. Again, we got beaten by Zach Levine, who finished with 36 points. Kobe White, his little uh, Robin to Zach Levine's Batman, dropped 25 Wendell Carter Jr. was good after coming back from his quad injury a little while ago. I don't think we played him last time. He had 7 and 15 boards. And that is so very unlike the Pelicans. Uh, getting matched on the rebounding. Um, and it was just a bit lackluster, I guess. We um, we sort of mucked around with it uh, towards the end of the game. And yeah, honestly just wasn't very good at all. We head over to the... Summary, quarter by quarter, Chicago um, and the Pelicans, we had 26 and 25, so we were down by a point a quarter time. We then proceeded to score 20 points in the second quarter, and Chicago got going. They scored 38 points and forged a 19-point lead at halftime. Um, yeah, just really disappointing sort of first half, um, you know, when we'd been really working on that defense and, um, I guess, protecting the paint, as well as chasing these guys off the three-point line. And, um, no, we just got hammered. We got absolutely hammered. Um, we come into the third quarter, matched them. We had 34, they had 32. Go in at the last quarter, and, you know, we, we went hard. With 3.4 seconds left, we were down by two. 
and um, that was as close as we got, unfortunately. It, uh, Kobe White hit a couple of free throws, and that um, that knocked him on the head, basically, which was disappointing because you make a good run at the end, and, I mean, credit to the bench uh, in the last quarter because they were the difference maker. We The, the starters just looked lackluster. They looked like they had low energy, and it was just... For the for the first night of a back to back, you you want guys to come out and play a little bit harder than that, um, knowing that you know you're probably going to get a bigger rest in the following night, um, and you're probably going to play reduced minutes because Stan was conscious that you were going to have a a back to back. The difficulty in this was we just didn't have the energy. It was like we didn't want to play. It was like we saw. I suppose it's like anything, you know, when you're at work and you've you've got your leave um, coming up, and you're like, oh, you know, I'll just sort of drag myself through the last couple of days to this um, to my weekend or or to the um to my coming leave, and and I think that's how they viewed the All Star game. Let's just get there. Let's get to this break. We'll have a week off, and um, and you know, if we win a couple these last two games, we're happy days. If we don't, well, you know, we'll try again after our holiday, refreshed and recuperated. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't work like that, and you just lose games against teams you probably should beat um so overall we charged back 45 points in the last quarter thanks to the bench and really you know we just weren't very good six of 22 from three they shot 12 of 28 so they weren't even that good uh they were just better than us 27 percent for us 46 of 83 overall 55 percent which was better than them but 68 percent from the free throw line Unfortunately, guys like Zion, I think B.I. Bledsoe left uh, free throws uh, late in the game, which was just heartbreaking when you're watching this ball rim out. You know, free throws win games. If you you hit your free throws, all right, so there was, we missed eight of them? No, 12. 12 free throws. 26 of 38 we were. Um, and that's 12 points that, is the difference. You know, they missed two. So even if they hit all of them, and we hit all of them, you know, it's a completely different game. But unfortunately, it was not to be. Uh, we fell to them, as I said, 124 to 128. They beat us on the offensive glass. They wanted it more. They beat us on the total rebounds, 45 to 35. And overall, it was just pretty average. We had only 11 turnovers too, which is disappointing because when you get a low turnover game and then still lose. <sighs> so frustrating because that's our biggest knock. Instead, we've just forgotten how to defend, which is the worst. Um, yeah, not really impressive at all um, and disappointing for the guys. We head over to the Pelicans box score. We had a big game from Mr. Williamson. He had 37 minutes, 28, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, 1 block, 10 of 17, he only had 50% from the free throw line, though. 8 of 16, including a couple late, which was disappointing. He did everything else except hit all of his free throws, which um, I know it's tough and you can't win them all, but, um, yeah, that was disappointing. Uh, 24 minutes for Brandon Ingram. He had 21 points on an inefficient... Um, I suppose it was not too bad in the end. 8 of 17, but he really didn't look on. He looked like he was struggling for most of the game and um, late in the game, he wasn't even in, you know, with the 20, 22 or so minutes that he played. It um, it really wasn't, or 24, pardon me, uh, really wasn't his night. Lonzo Ball was quiet with 12. Stephen Adams didn't score. 
Reddick off the bench had probably his best game of the year. He had a couple of four-point plays, um, you know, 22 points off the bench, and it was a revitalized J.J. Reddick, which you love to see. Um, he was massive. He honestly was massive down the stretch. Josh Hart as well, 13-5, two assists, two steals. What more can the man do? He was fantastic. Um, yeah, we kept the rotation pretty short. We saw 11 minutes of Jackson Hayes, and honestly, that last quarter, and probably towards the end of the third quarter as well, he was maybe the difference in sparking this run. You know, he had a couple of big blocks. He was dunking the ball out of everywhere. And he looked energized. He looked like he wanted to play. Obviously, sitting watching for so many games gives you a bit of a spark, puts a flame up your behind. And all of a sudden, you um you play like you want to be there and you don't expect your minutes. You, you have to earn them. And he really did earn them. I was impressed with that game. Um, He was good. He was very good. Three blocks in 10 minutes. Five of five from the field, which is what you want um, from the big man. He was very athletic and exactly what you wanted. You know, a bit of um, weak side help in the, on the defensive end and then getting up and bouncing after the ball to get, um, get his shots, get the ball in. And um, we nearly got there. We nearly got there. So, unfortunately not to be. A couple of takeaways from this one. Firstly, Zion Williamson, of course, is really good, but those free throws are his Achilles heel. Um, you know, people whinge about his defense and stuff like that. I think he's not that bad defensively. He's only going to get better. I mean, he's still only 55 games into his uh, all-star career. And, um, you know, he's just going to improve that end. But those free throws, your biggest knock is that if, you, if you're getting to the line so much and you can't make them, well, then they're just going to start fouling you. So... Hopefully, he can get his rhythm back and, and hit a few more of those going forward. Uh, number two, it was great to see JJ Redick hit his shot and, and the range start to fall. Um, he really started the game, uh, I suppose, shooting not from three, but rather those long twos and just getting his eye in. And once you see the ball go in a couple of times, all of a sudden, you start taking shots that are much better. He plays in a two-man game with um, Zion Williamson and... It's really good when he gets open space. It's it's much easier when he doesn't have to create and he can just be past the ball at the top of the three-point line and he um he splashes them every time. You know, three three-pointers on the night. He shot... Um, oh, sorry, one three-pointer on the night, but uh, was fouled a couple of times uh, on those attempts. And, uh, yeah, nine of 15 shooting. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Which you which happy about. So 
that was that game. Uh, so it was the first night of the back-to-back, but the, uh, the home stand before that ends and we head off. We're now 15-20 and 20 after the game against the Heat. They're 16-8, and 16-18, uh, pardon me, uh, the Chicago Bulls. We then rolled straight into another game, which was against the Miami Heat. Now, before I go into that, of course, I would love to thank the sponsors, um, mybookie.ag. Make sure you go and use them if you want to do your betting. Hoopball is the code on sign-up. Give you 50% deposit bonus. Um, You know, we love all that sort of stuff. Um, If we love a bit of a flutter, well, go and do it with them. You can go and get your e-checks or use Bitcoin or any of that carry-on. Um, that fandangled nonsense that the kids use these days. Um, you can use all of that as well as a credit card or whatever you want to do to deposit your cash, um, which we love, a bit of sports betting. But of course, gamble responsibly. Don't go and chase your losses or anything crazy like that. Do it for a bit of fun. Don't do it as a job. Uh, now, the other sponsor, of course, is manscaped.com. If you need to have a shave, uh, whatever part of your body you need to give a trim to, go and see manscaped.com, um, you know, sort yourself out with a with a little lawnmower 3.0, um, fantastic razor that is, and uh, I don't know what else they got over there, heaps of stuff, you know, whatever you need for your male and female grooming uh, needs, I suppose you can use it, um, moisturizers, creams, you know, jocks, I think they've got over there, they've got the little nose hair trimmer, whatever you want, go and Use the code HoopBall20 and um, that'll give you 20% off and free shipping. HoopBall2020 on the end of that. And um, yeah, we love that sort of stuff. Of course, head over to hoop-ball.com as well and you can go and see all the content over there. We've actually started up, uh, I think it's a premium show. Uh, maybe not. Uh, it is the HoopBall TV and every day before the lineups lock, we're doing a live show um, on YouTube with... I don't know, all the different fantasy experts, and they're going to go on there, tell you who to pick up, preview all of the games, and it's really helpful before your fantasy lineup locks. So go and have a look at that. Um, I'm yet to be invited on there, so I might have to bail them up because, you know, everyone wants my opinion. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we'll we'll sort that out and um, go and check them out because they are fantastic, and we love what we're doing over there. So go and check it all out, and you get all your hoops fix, of course, at hoop dashball.com it's where we're based so the second night of the back-to-back uh was against the miami heat we're still at home the guys get to sleep in their own bed you know they get to go through all the uh the regular sort of protocols of um being at home and um we honestly were not in this game from the outset uh whether that was mentally or on the scoreboard we just looked crap and you know like i said i don't like to use obscenities or anything but it was just it was pretty average um yeah the lack of effort in this game was uh apparent from the get-go the guys looked tired they looked like it was the night before going on holidays like i talked about earlier and um it was even more apparent in this game we fell spoiler alert 103 to 93 the score looks nicer than we deserved um thanks to the bench brigade again Honestly, we we did not deserve to hang with these guys. Uh, if we go to the the scoreboard, first quarter thirty one to fifteen, we scored fifteen points in the first quarter. The the starters looked absolutely terrible, and um, the Heat just went through the motions. They were all right, and Jimmy Butler was there, of course, and he was going at us. Now, 
I'm going to do a little asterisk on this game because we had no Zion Williamson, no JJ Reddick, so that obviously mixed it up. Josh Hart started the game, and so let's exclude him from um, the uh, the starters that didn't look like they really cared to be there. Um, and of course, you're going to miss Zion, and, and then you hope that the rest of the team's going to step up. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. So... Instead, we, we scored 15 points in the first quarter, which was just not good enough. We come out in the second quarter. I think we realized that we'd just been punched in the mouth. Scored 30 to their 24. But you're already on catch-up. You're already trying to hang around. Uh, head into halftime, and, you know, we're still holding on. We scored 25. They scored 22. And rather low scoring for us because we usually score up in the, the 110 to 20 to almost 130 per game. And um, held to 93, which is just really not good enough. Uh, if you want to win a basketball game in the NBA. And the fourth quarter, they outscored us 26-23. to 23. We pulled it all the way back to four points to start the fourth, but they just um, they kept coming. And, you know, you started the fourth quarter with the bench brigade on because they dragged us right back in. They were coming with the energy again. And um, then we took them all out and decided to put the starters back on who looked like they couldn't really give a shit to be there. So, disappointing, but... Um, yeah, weird sort of night. Jimmy Butler torched us. He was great with um, 29 points, 3 rebounds, 9 assists, 3 steals, 10 of 14 shooting. You couldn't stop him. All night he was just, he was a class above. Honestly, we put him in the worst positions possible and he was just rising up and hitting them wherever he wanted. So um, some nights you just you just smile and appreciate the greatness that you get to witness. Um yeah, so in 34 minutes, he was very good. Kelly Olenek had 18, 10, and 7 assists uh, and a steal. He was 7 of 8 from the field, 4 of 5 from 3. He lit us up in the first quarter and continued to do th so throughout the night. Now, he is not a guy that you typically hear is going to light you up, but um, he did because we're really good at giving everyone else an opportunity. And, you know, like Mason Plumley a few weeks ago got a triple-double against us. We love helping these guys out and have really career nights. So to let Kelly Olenek... Uh, Alinic, pardon me, um, get close to a triple-double, well, you know, you should have got there. We gave you the opportunity. We weren't defending you. Um, Duncan Robinson averaged with 5-5. Five and five. Kendrick Nunn with 13. Dragic, 13 off the bench. Iguodala, 10. Uh, Precious Achua had 8-5. and five. He's a great player as well. He's going to be a really good player around this league. Uh, they had no Bam out of bio either, which makes it even more disappointing that we couldn't um, come against him. But, you know, you live and you learn. We get that. So, if we head over to our box score, Josh Hart played 41 minutes. He was there in place of the injured Zion, as I said. He had 12, 8, and 3. Uh, 3 of 10 from the field, which is a bit disappointing. 1 of 7 from 3. Brandon Ingram was 2 of 5 from 3. Lonzo Ball was 2 of 11 from 3. And Bledsoe was 2 of 5. Nikhil was 3 of 7. Melly, 0 of 4. Kyra, 1 of 4. And they were our three-point attempts. And as you can tell, we were pretty average at them again. Um, no one scored above 17 points. Brandon Ingram was our highest scorer. He had 17, 5, and 9, um, 6 of 12 shooting. And he was pretty average. Lonzo Ball was bad. He had 10 and 4. Bledsoe is, he played, what, 25 minutes and um, looked like he cared for about five of them. Yeah, was um, disappointing with nine points. Stephen Adams was good with 15 and five. Akeel off the bench, I really like to see. He had 13. And Kyra Lewis Jr. was a little spark in 17 minutes. He had 11 points. 
and just did a bit of everything. One rebound, one assist, and a steal. Um, five of nine shooting, and hit that three-pointer, as I said. Fantastic to see. I loved seeing when Kyra came in, because he really jump-started the team. He was attacking, he was going after it, uh, he was getting steals. You know, he looked calm and confident, he was making good passes. The problem was, is no one else could make the shot, so he didn't get the assist. Now, when you've got a guy like that, who actually wants to play and looks like he actually wants to have a crack and you've spent a high draft pick on him and then you don't play him and you play guys that look like they don't really give a damn whether or not they're going to play, well, what are you meant to do? Like, you start playing the guys that earn their minutes and there's two nights in a row that the young guys of all the benches had a crack and let them take their minutes. You know, Jackson Hayes was up to 20 minutes tonight. He had six and eight. When he came on, you know, he wasn't as good as the night before, which was disappointing. But he was still there, he was still active, um, did a few defensive things, but his concentration needs to get better. Melly had zero on the night, but he had seven rebounds and four assists, and he was moving, you know, he was and he was stretching the floor. Even though he didn't hit anything, he had that um, ability to draw the defender out and open it up a bit, but unfortunately there wasn't Zion or anyone that wanted to drive, so it, um, it made it a little bit more difficult. But that threat there was, was good. And then we got to about, I don't know, what, four points down in the, um, after dragging it all the way back. Uh, and then we put the starters back on and lost the game. And um, it was obvious. As soon as the guys come out, they're like, uh, you know, we'll have a crack, but we'll see what happens. And unfortunately, it just didn't come together. And yeah, it was um, it was not really good. If we run over to the summary, um, we scored, we shot 39% for the whole game. 25% from three, 11 of 43. For some reason, everyone decided a step back three was the best shot that you could take. You know, Lonzo's been shooting the lights out with this catch and shoot, and instead he wanted the four dribble in and out step back three, which just didn't work at all. And it hasn't all year, and he still decided that that was what he wanted to do. You know, they scored 10 of 30 from three, 49% from the field for the whole game. Rebounds, even. Assists, even. Offensive rebounds, we had 15 to their 5. Defensive rebounds, they had 36 to 29. So we had all these second chances and we still lost. Turnovers, we had 12, they had 10. So again, we're taking care of the ball, it's not too bad. Points off turnovers, this has always been the highlighted thing that we talk about every game. Every game we talk about this, they score 23, we score 15. They had 10 turnovers, we had 12. Where does that extra eight points come from? It's because we don't get back and defend. It's because these live ball turnovers are so costly. We do these stupid cross-court passes or or try to be a bit too cute with it and do these flashy sort of stuff instead of just going through the motions and doing what works. And unfortunately, it, it, was, um, yeah, it was disappointing. It really was. And uh, we're better than that. We are. Well, the free throw shooting was better. But obviously Zion didn't play, so that's probably where they that bounced back. Yeah, not really good. Little side note on this as well. I watched the TNT broadcast as that uh, was on our ESPN, but and it was so bizarre that the actual commentary was just average. The sound quality, the guys kept dropping out, and then Grant Hill was just gone for the game, and we got Kenny the Jet um, doing the rest of the commentary, and you couldn't hear him for half the thing. It was just absolutely bizarre and I suppose that's the the world we're in now with this zoom and doing everything remotely but 
gosh, got to get the um the broadcast sorted. That's got to be some something they got to look at because it just took away from the game. You know, I, I mean, we weren't good anyway, but made it worse when you had one guy talking to no one. But um, anyway, that was a side note. That was my own pet peeve. I was already annoyed at it, let alone um staying up late to watch it and then us just to not really care that I was going to sit up to the wee hours of the morning to watch you uh, just run through the motions and um, and barely that. Now, a little bit disappointing. Um, of course, there were some comments made by David Griffin and by Stan Van Gundy. Uh, Stan, in the after the Chicago game, said, well, I'm just going to leave the bench in um, because they were the hot guys. Then he proceeded in this game to take them all out with five minutes to go and completely contradict himself. Um, David Griffin as well was reported on the radio saying that um, you know these young guys we're not just going to give them minutes they have to go and um, they have to go and earn them and uh, I was listening to Jake Madison's podcast Locked On Pelicans um, earlier today and he talked about it's the same tactic as telling your kids that well, you don't feed your kids so that they're hungrier for it so they go and they go and earn it you don't just give them food because they are. Because they deserve, oh, because they have to have it. Uh, they have to earn it, which I don't know. I completely agree with him. I don't think it is the right mentality. I think it's about time we start moving these young guys, particularly the ones that are having a crack. You know, Kyra, Nikhil, these guys are not going to get any better unless we play them. We're currently, what, third last. We're not even in the play-in um, at the moment, and we've got to make a business decision. The, the trade deadline is looming. We've got this all-star week, and I think we've got another week and then trade deadline. Is a guy like Eric Bledsoe or um, JJ Reddick going to get moved? I don't know. Perhaps, but um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know at all what is going to happen. But we've got to work out what the plan is. Whether we're going to try to move for a good draft pick again this year, and, and that might mean playing the young guys a little bit more, seeing everyone's only what twenty three and below um, of the core guys that we want to keep, and. Or, or we're swinging for the fences and we're trying to move them for another big piece, you know, using these draft picks, going after a guy like Bradley Beal or someone like that. Um, heard Carl Anthony Towns might be available. He'd be pretty handy, but I don't think we're in the running for him. Um, Nick Vuzovic is another one that I saw floated as a potential guy that could be um, could be available. Well, are we going to use draft picks for this or are we going to do a Boston and just sort of look at them and say, no, we're just going to keep drafting young guys that, are just going to fill the bench and never get a run out, even though they're high lottery picks. Who knows? I think David Griffin's a bit better at um, managing those. But anyway, we'll see what happens. So, all in all, pretty average game. Uh, key takeaway number one, uh, play the young guys. I think we are all on the same page with that. It is time to let them off the chain. Kyra is a freak. Let him play. Let Nikhil play. Let him get comfortable. Let him know the minutes are coming. You don't improve by sitting around doing nothing and then when you do earn your chance you just don't get rewarded you get guys that they either dig in for a little bit longer or then they become disenfranchised and all of a sudden want to get out of there we don't want that play them get the old boys out of there anyway number two zion williamson is critical to this team we scored 93 when he didn't play it's because we didn't get another 30 from him it's just, it's disappointing that you got this second all-star, although he wasn't this year. You know, Brandon Ingram was in the running again. And 
he didn't take the chance really. You know, he was he was doubled and triple teamed, and no one else stepped up. You know, it was difficult for him, and I feel for him. But you want to lead this team? Well, if the other guy's out, you've still got to step up and and lead. And my third takeaway is a bit of transparency would be fantastic from either the coaching staff or the front office about what the direction of the team is. I think it'll become more clear at the trade deadline. I get you keep keep your uh, cards close to your chest, but we just don't really know what's going on. We're sort of half in the camp of wanting to win, half in the camp of wanting to rebuild, and it's frustrating because the team isn't consistent enough to to say that we're going to make playoffs this year. I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't. We'll be really struggling to get into the playing competition the way we've been playing. The consistency is what's killing us. We can play the best basketball and bet any team at anywhere in in America and then um, dish up some absolute garbage the next night. And it, it's disappointing. It, it really is. So that consistency, that's what you need to do to learn how to win uh, all the time and not just when you feel like it. You need to, And you need to learn how to win ugly. You know, if you fall down, you keep going. You don't drop off. So who knows, but... We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It'll be all right. Now, before I wrap up, we are heading into the All-Star Weekend. Uh, That is on Sunday night, American time. It'll be Monday morning for me. We'll get to see Zion Williamson take it to the stage in the All-Star game, which will be fantastic. He's ruled out the dunk contest. He's not going to do that unless he gets called out by LeBron, but who knows? That was as per the uh, old man in the three podcast JJ Reddick's interview with Zion go and check that out as well it's fantastic you got a real insight into him um looking forward to a little bit of a week off I've got uh, an interview that I did a little while ago with uh, a pretty good bloke you know he's um Jermaine Beal who used to play for the Perth Wildcats uh, we're gonna put his interview up um did a little while ago I've been meaning to sneak it in but of course I thought, well, why not do it with the week where there's no basketball? So look forward to that podcast coming up. Anyway, as always, I'm going to put a pin in it. I'm Lyle Swithenbank. This is the Pelican Scoop at Hoopball Pels at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter. Look after yourselves. Stay safe. And I'll speak to you very, very soon. Bye for now. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. 
You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life altering. And if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.